Regina Nissan is the presenting sponsor of the Off the Hazel podcast. And this month, you can choose your vehicle and your bonus during the My Choice sales event. Choose from 1% rate reduction, a free prepaid maintenance package, or up to $15,000 in cash rebates. You can get into the all-new redesigned 2021 Nissan Rogue Sport front-wheel drive, leased at 343 monthly for 39 months with a 995 down, or check out the sporty 2020 Nissan Cash Key and finance for, well, 0% for 84 months. Make sure to head on down to Nissan Regina at 1111 Broad Street, Regina, Saskatchewan, or visit them online at reginanissan.ca. Drive Nissan. Harbor Golf Club and Resort offers an exciting challenge to all levels of golf enthusiasts. This 18-hole championship golf course is situated on the bluffs overlooking the scenic Lake Diefenbaker in Elbow, Saskatchewan. Feast your eyes on the panoramic views of miles of sandy beaches, the lake, and our spectacular golf course. Take the opportunity to get away from life's hustle and bustle and support local by planning your next day trip to Harbor Golf. Use off the hosel code on your next booking and get 20% off green fees and a $20 food and beverage voucher for your foursome. Offer not applicable with any other promotion. And that's four birdies in a row for Drew Kosher to close out the day with a smooth 69, ladies and gentlemen. And would you look at that, Troy Kosher stripes one right down the middle on the wrong fairway. The Reverend can't drive, he can't hit his irons, and he can't putt, but boy, can that guy drink. You're listening to Off the Hosel, presented by Nissan Regina. Now here's your host, Drew Kosher, and co-host, Troy McClure Kosher. Alrighty, hey everybody, we're back again for another podcast. This is episode 69 my name is Drew Kroser. I'm your host. Different lineup today as we got, uh, you know, no Troy, unfortunately. This is a big pod. I miss my bro. Uh, but we're joined by, back in the saddle again, the picking machine, Danny H. Boys, what's going on? It's a little different here without uh, Troy. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's a little sad. I miss him. Don't worry, bro. You're still the co-host. No. You know what? But we are joined yet again. You know, he's been on a few times. Getting his feet wet. Still a little nervous. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that was a mic check. Uh, Ripper 89, the Ripper. Turn it up on here. Ripper 89, where'd you get 89 from? Is that your number? Is that your dad's number? 89. 89. <laughs> I don't know. What's going on? How are you, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the show again. <laughs> Good to be back. Absolutely. Okay. As always, quick reminder that this is a Nissan-driven podcast located at 1111 Broad Street. If you ever need an oil change, car wash, brand new car, just do it today. Drive Nissan, Nissan Regina. They're on Instagram. Check them out. Pretty cool. Uh, over to Danny H. What are we recording from? Over at Divots Indoor Golf here on Rushville. Uh, I don't have the card on me. What's it? <laughs> 68 something. Everyone knows where Divots is. If you don't, just look it up. Um, they're not open now, but next season. What are we, when are we thinking next season? Yeah, and, like uh, uh, probably uh, middle of October. Yeah, October. Think, yeah, it's a great place to play and play golf. Seventh grade Sims. The Good food's vibes. great. Good vibes. The food is great. Yeah. Let's um, check them out when uh, they open up. Yeah, absolutely. 
Okay. We got, on. we got like a round table here. I don't have a ton of notes right now, but I want to know first up, uh, Danny, I want to talk to you. Obviously, how was your weekend? What's going on? What's, what's new? Uh, yeah. I feel like every week we talk about this, just the same thing. Uh, nothing. I haven't done anything. Obviously, with the restrictions and whatnot, I can't do much. So, I don't know. I've just been drinking on the weekends and uh, keeping like a sore throat. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay. well, that's a touchy subject. Yeah, we, oh, we can't touchy talk subject. about that. Very right. touchy. You had some Vicks. You should. No, nothing's new. Nothing's new. What about you? Uh, a lot of golf. Hands are a little sore. Uh, Where'd you golf? Where'd you guys golf today? We were at a club here in town, hitting some wedges, putts. No name drop or what? Nah. Content. <laughs> uh, yeah. We just played three part of three holes and it was a good time. That's, that's what I did uh, nice. today. But this weekend, I watched a lot of golf. I watched, was there hockey on? No, I don't think I watched any hockey at all. Work's been, uh, been good, been busy. Uh, but Rip, what about you? Uh, not too much, you know. Just doing same old, same old. I finished school last Thursday, but I guess the only thing that's changed is golf courses are open, so I've been at the, the range and the course the last few days. How was school? It was a battle. <laughs> what are you, year two? Yeah, I just finished year, year two. Nice. Yeah, year two. So do you want to tell people where you like, where you play hockey and stuff? Uh, I play hockey. All right, moving on here. So <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. You, you can tell one. You can tell one. Oh, uh, I don't know. Plays for, been. He plays for the Cougars. Yeah. University of Regina Cougars, forward number, what number are you, 15? Number 17. Number 17 Wendell in the Clark. program and in your hearts. So yeah, 17 16 people better than me in your hearts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's Turner up here. He's going to jump on once in a while. Uh, we'll see how he does today on TV, because uh, that could be a uh, might be gone, bud. Yeah, they left yeah. the <laughs> you guys left the paper bag at home. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about these seven Canadian teams. Hockey talk here. Um, a Leaf fan. You have a team? No team. All right, no team. He's a no team. He's kind of like me. You know, just love the game, watch it, analyze it. Because uh, I'm a dork. Uh, let's talk about first up the Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, I don't have any of the top tens right now or the, what their last ten games are, but Danny, you've been watching lots of Leafs hockey? Yeah, they won uh, two straight. And uh, you said you didn't watch the game on the weekend, eh? No. Oh, well, can't really talk about that. Well, how was it? It was good. It was like a playoff game. They were hitting lots against the Winnipeg. Game, right? Yeah. Oh, I did watch the one game. Yes, I did. Sorry. And uh, Nick Ehlers and Joe Thornton were just going at it oh, all game. Oh, right? yeah. 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 Jumbo was heated. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. mad. I wish I would have heard what he said, or Ehlers would have said, because... He was like pissed. Like, Ehlers, yeah, the, like, cl- the clip in the Valley yeah, box. Yeah. He's like, whatever, Jumbo. Yeah, yeah whatever. Joe, yeah, Joe just kept going on and on, and <laughs> Ehlers didn't even want any of it. So, um, no, that was pretty cool because they'll eventually probably see each other in the playoffs. So, um, getting that playoff atmosphere ready to go here. Eight games left now for the Leafs. So, yeah, it's been good. Absolutely. Well, and the Leafs are five, three, and two. Got it on my trusty. Uh, yeah, they're hot. They're hot, right? Yeah, they're hot. That's yeah, five, three, and two. Yeah. Two game winning streak. Yeah, the hot or not. Set. Man, I'll, I'll be completely honest with everyone watching now. Like my notes say are Bush League. I don't even see any notes. Fine. It's a lot of staggered. Like there's like a I made a weird tree on there, but anyways, it doesn't matter. Okay, Oilers, six, three, and one, one game winning streak. I think I think they're doing well. Yeah. Uh, they're one game winning streaks against the Jets. Correct. Sure. I think so. Yeah. Um. I think they played a real good game then. I think, I think that they dominated most of the game. <laughs> yeah, they played well. They chip pucks in deep. <laughs> pucks in uh, deep. Uh, just get the red line, fish checks, and uh, get pucks on that. All right. 
Danny, let's go back to you. The Jets, the Winnipeg Jets. I, I like them. I'm a huge fan of them. Start of the season, I said they do well. Uh, I basically right all the time. So uh, <laughs> I'm terrible at my stats and everything else. But no, Winnipeg's yeah. They, I mean, they've lost. They always lose the Leafs. I don't know. It's weird. The Leafs will play like Ottawa and uh, Vancouver, and they'll lose. And then they play the Winnipeg Jets, and they second place team. They win. I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The Jets they they've been hot. I'll call them hot, even though they lost twice to the Leafs. Um, They've kind of balanced some injuries now, so we'll see how uh, that goes. Yeah, they're a good team. I like them. Like down the stretch, they're, they're a big, big team too. They're big. They're heavy. Ever see them live? Yeah. Like in the last few years? Just like the first year that no, not last year. No. How, yeah, how long have they been around now? They've been back for what? Like, 2010. Probably like 10 years. No, 10 years. Is oh this yeah. Year. Any stat we say is completely wrong. So <laughs> check it while you're watching. Just Google it. <laughs> 10 years is this year because they got the oh, right. X yeah. on the logo or whatever the hell it's called. Yes, yeah, so I was there 10 years ago, and the the place is. Buzzing at all yeah. times. Yeah. Atmosphere is wow. unreal. Okay, Turner, uh, the Montreal Canadiens, you know, 4-6-0, and one-game winning streak. Uh, I would say they're not hot, but also they're missing some key pieces. I know Gallagher's out. I don't know. Big Price, fan of his. Yeah, big fan of Galley. Um, and Price, I think he's still out too. Look, those are two big pieces. Well, the best goal in the world. Yeah, best goal in the world, and one of their best forwards, heart and soul of that team. What's that line for Miracle? You just put the best goal on the bench. Or best goal in the world on the bench. <laughs> and then just go to that. Let <laughs> the You score in Tradiac, you keep that puck. Because <laughs> it don't <laughs> happen often. <laughs> what, what does he say? Tradiac's like on the bench. He's like, you just put the best goal on the bench. He's just like this. <laughs> Little turtle He's head. been his bread and butter for the last tw- two decades. All right. Miracle on Ice. Check out the movie. It's, uh, it's probably my favorite movie. Yeah, top, top sports movie ever, probably. Okay, Calgary Flames. We'll go both of you guys here. Thoughts on them? No, they're not hot. They uh, <laughs> nope, they, nope. Well, they lost to Montreal. They need to win the, uh, the last game against Montreal. They played in order to get close. Now they're what four? You just had the standings up. They just closed it. <laughs> yeah, I think they're four points now behind. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. So they need that one to beat Montreal to get closer to a playoff spot, and I don't. They won't make the playoffs, but yeah. Anyways, they're not hot. Turner, thoughts on the Flames? Uh, they are cold. Uh, they haven't been very well since their coaching change since Sutter came in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a huge fan of Sutter's, though. I'm a huge fan. It's a hard ass, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually a huge fan of the Sutter's, but, like, Turner, there's a... Yeah, I know. Um, I know the inside yeah, joke. Yeah. The inside joke. just say it now, because... Well, I feel we can't say it, because, like, if I don't have, like, whatever down the road, and I'm just shit coach. Brent Sutter, the PJ. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. I'm just a bad coach. Coach is the Brent. You came up with it. What would you say? Coach is the Brent Sutter of the PJ. There you go. Uh, Uh, The the London Knights of the PJ. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The Canucks and Senators. Thoughts? Do we we even have to talk about them? Sure. Well, I don't know. I think (laughs) aren't the Canucks. I don't know. Well, Well, you don't really want to talk to the Knucks because the Knucks swept the Leafs last week. Come on, come on, keep it down. Yeah. Yeah, When they had half their team out. I know that that was embarrassing. Sure, we'll go hot. I'll go hot then, from my view. Point of view. Considering they had what? Well, they're twenty-seven still, days off. It was like yeah. a full month and I know and three practices, maybe two practices, and it was embarrassing. Nine regular forwards. Oh. Yeah. Who's the other team? Ottawa. Ottawa. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. No, that was like, not sure. <laughs> no, like, that was me. <laughs> that should, uh, oh, okay. Ottawa. Um, Let's let you answer it. Yeah. I honestly haven't watched enough hockey like, of Ottawa to play. To, like judge. I don't know. I, I hate watching them play because their rink just. I just don't like it. <laughs> I'm watching home, and I'm just like... Falling asleep? Yeah, at least like I, feel, I feel when the Leafs play, it's in tight. When the Oilers play, the camera's in tight. You guys, you guys understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I get Sometimes, it. Yeah, yeah. Like Buffalo, granted they're bad, but it's just like... 
<laughs> so falling asleep is it fire down the far side and <laughs> that's like a, the Amer- a lot of the american teams yeah. though yeah it's it, like not a lot of passion no you know? yeah okay moving on oh you have some breaking news turn you want to break your what oh uh friend and guest of the show cole lind is up with the big squad he was moved to the taxi squad two weeks ago when they had their culvert problems but he uh, he gave me a text I think two nights ago and he said he's up at the big squad. Wow! Congrats, yeah. Cole Lind. Uh, we're gonna say right now, if you come on our show, something good happens. Hazel bump. Hazel bump, <laughs> and you're you're in, you're in the NHL. You're another you're at yeah, barstool full time. Come on, <laughs> we Frank, uh, Frank Frank Fleming. Yeah, if you're watching this right now. We uh, when when the Lind interview dropped, we talked about Dubay in it. The next night, Dubay scored a Hattie. Scored a Hattie. Yeah, it's called the Hazel bump. Hazel That's bump. on the hazel. Fuck. On the hazel. Can I get one of those? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Off to the PGA Zurich Classic little teams event this past weekend. Team Mullet. Danny shaved his mullet off. He had yeah, a sick mullet gone. going. But the team mullet of Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith won it quite the weekend. Uh, I'm a huge fan of you know team golf. I'm way better when I have a partner to rely on. Um, do you guys watch any of the golf at all this weekend? Dan? No. No. <laughs> no. I watch a little bit of it, but I just like, I like when they change up the formats. Yeah. Like it's, it's more fun when you get, and you know what, you get to see more of the personalities on, like obviously the team mullet there. Um, they, they rolled with it and yeah, people loved it. Well, and the other thing too is like in 2021, what is it? Uh, President's Cup and then, yeah, President's Cup held in 2021 and then the Ryder Cups in 2022. Might have messed that up. I'm sure I'll be uh, on the phone with someone tomorrow about it, <laughs> but like that was probably a good chance for like guys like Padre Harrington and Steve Stricker to like go watch and recruit guys like hey like or like see who's like the best players coming up for next year to play in the Ryder Cup or whatever it is. Um, yeah, uh, I liked the event. It was good. Those two boys uh, went to went to town. They were hitting at King Kong, Donkey Kong Long. That goes Donkey Kong Long. Something like that. Yeah, she hasn't watched any golf though. He said he did. A little bit. We did? Yeah. yeah. Deadly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're off to uh, the Valspar Championship, which is in Palm Harbor, Florida. Packed field. You boys seen the field yet? Nope. <laughs> How about Jay, like what? the golf club podcast? <laughs> What's that? Nope. Yeah. I said quite the golf podcast. Oh, I, I thought you said, can I just get off the podcast now? <laughs> <laughs> can I leave? <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Um, no, I thought you would have looked at this at least. The leaderboard's pretty easy. You got your phone out. Let's see. Uh, Abe Answer. Is that good? You ever heard of him? Top player in the world. One of the top players. Uh, you know, this list, it was a lot better looked at the first time. Is Corey Connors on there? I hope so. He's playing so well. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's had a good year. Yeah, Corey Connors. Um, anyhow, Mackenzie Hughes. Canadian. So where are they playing again? In Florida. Florida. In Florida, the course looks sick. Copperhead course. Copperhead. Copperhead Road. What a tune. Uh, okay, before Dan jumps in here, I want to ask the boys. Obviously, you guys have seen some content probably. Uh, me golfing ready, but the bo- you boys been playing golf yet? Danny? Uh, I was going to go to the drive range last week, but ended up helping a buddy's dad with a roof and uh, working on a roof, so I didn't do that. But I got to go soon because um, – me and my buddies are talking, a few of my other buddies are talking about going to the Goulet here soon just to start off an easy, uh, easier I, I course. I bet you were. We <laughs> <laughs> didn't get a text or anything, so uh, <laughs> it's cool. <clears throat> it wasn't me that asked, it was uh, someone else. But 
Yeah, I think we're going to go to the Goulet this weekend and uh, start off a little easier course for me and hopefully get the confidence up. And Absolutely. I mean, why not, right? Yeah. Because I'm not jumping in. I'm not the guy that's going to jump into Deer Valley first first round of the year. But you got to. No. You got to see where you're at. hundred balls. That'll be <laughs> it. What kind of balls, though? <laughs> no, I'm not buying the best ones this year, that's for sure. <laughs> we're going to use? Taylor May. Taylor May. Taylor May. His hat. Taylor May hat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was good. Just, boop, boop. It's like a commercial. <laughs> you ever like, see? <laughs> well, the, the Wolf Wall Street. But, yeah. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> or, or super bad. When super it, bad. When they're like, mm. they're, hang, they're like sleepover. He's like, boop. <laughs> <laughs> that's unreal. <sighs> okay, Turner golfing. Uh, I've had two rounds already. The one was on Thursday afternoon when it was like 40 kilometer winds. Yep. So I had to battle the elements there and then, oh, good catch. Good mitts. <laughs> Picked a machine. Athlete. And then I played at the Royal yesterday. What'd you Monday. shoot? Uh, 84, 81, not the greatest. Oh, I'll take that for the first <laughs> yeah. couple yeah. rounds of the year. Uh, Damn, I'll buy those right now yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me that scorecard. <laughs> no, yeah, I got, got to test out my uh, new tailor-made irons. Taylor May player, only Taylor May player is allowed to be on a host show. Yeah. So, unless you're a guest. Unless you're, yeah, <laughs> unless you're a guest. <laughs> Especially if you're a guest. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't played yet. I've only played. Playing tomorrow. Once, and then I'm playing tomorrow with Turner. Where yeah. are you guys going? Rotor John. Okay. Home track. Home track and real play there. We felt good today. We did a ton of content. Like We were like filming, like we were like holding like. If you have a, what's it called, pop socket, is it called, on your phone? Yeah, in the back. And you're in filming, you need a pop socket. I was, like, trying to do, like, trying to film today. I was like, God, I need Christian. God, I need Christian. I was like, this is hard. I'm shaking. Got all my bad angles in there. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. You need to walk breathing. the walk like, Who's working on the background? It's just me walking. Yeah, so that was a battle. But uh, playing tomorrow, uh, really excited. Yeah. Well, before we get to our guest today, I know Danny's just itching here. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, new, 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 new segment. <laughs> da, da, 30 bit. Da, da. 30 bit. <laughs> new segment, yeah. Yeah, I got a new segment I came up with. Uh, it's called In the, In the Doghouse with Danny H. Ooh. Cue the, hey, cue the song. Who let the dogs out? Oh, who? Yeah. Who? 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 Who so let just, the do- Yeah, stop. Just going to be five random questions. Um, it could be sports related. Non-sports, sports-related, whatever. Sports. <laughs> hey, Tony. So uh, the first one I got for you guys, it's called Start Bench Cut, PJ Edition. So I'm going to name three players. <laughs> Don't name any of the players previously that are, I'm coaching. <laughs> PGA, you meatball. PJ. Oh, is it PJ? Okay, Brent. PGA. That's why I said golf. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, so Start Bench Cut, I'm going to name three players. Yeah, start pick three, right? Where you gotten... Who's starting and uh, who's on the bench? So we got uh, Phil Mickelson, Rory McIlroy, and uh, Jordan Spieth. Let's go to you first. Then. Me? Rip. Yeah, he's. You ready? I'm trying to think. I'm doing, I, I forgot the I'm, three I'm guys doing, already. I'm doing math. <laughs> so, uh, Phil Mickelson. Like currently? Yeah, just straight we'll up. We'll go currently? Yeah. Okay. Um, Say there's a tournament coming up. Who are you starting? Spieth. Starting. Spieth? Yeah. I think that's an easy one. Yeah, I like he's, that actually. He's, he's, that's a, oh, the easiest oh. one to go with. Yeah. I don't know. And then. Who are you cutting? Who Phil you? and Rory. Wow. That's a tough one. Do we cut? We can't cut the TaylorMade guy. I'm, cut, I'm cutting Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, see, Phil. See, Phil. Love the aviators, though. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, that, there's no controversy there. 
That's a tough one. Yeah. So another one for a start bench cut. And we got food style. I thought of Drew when I came up with this one. Um, He's like everything with cheese and butter. Oh, great. Okay, we, got, <laughs> we got poutine, hot dogs, or pizza for start oh. start bench cut. Okay, starting with a poutine for sure. Start? Yeah, starting poutine. Okay. Um, what's that one? Then uh, hot dogs and pizza. No, what's the word though? Cut? Yeah, cut or bench. Cut pizza and cut bench pizza. hot dogs. Wow. Big hot dog guy. Starting poutine. I had one from Burger King today. Wagon. Yeah. And then no free ads. I, I am <laughs> I'm cutting hot dogs. Yeah, I'm cutting hot dogs. Yeah, and benching pizza. Yeah, why not? Come wow. <laughs> They're all so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Those are, my, those are mine. Uh, this is a cool game. This is fun. Okay, so my Sad. next uh, question here. How many cups? So just we're going to go hockey edition this one. How many cups does Bobby Orr have? Two, three, or four? Two. Two? Yeah, you guys are both right. I knew, ding, it, ding, wasn't, ding, ding, ding. I knew it wasn't more than three. Because yeah. I was like... Oh, well, he was battling injuries. Yeah. Like bad knees. Right? Yeah, bad knees. That was a it? sick player, though. I didn't think you guys were going to get that. That was good. Um, well, I, I knew... Well, was he playing when Grape, like when uh, Don Cherry was coaching there? Yeah. I remember watching. Yeah. He was. Yeah. They yeah. never won with. Cherry, yeah, they never won with Cherry though. No. Um, okay, what else do I got here? Oh, I got a little movie edition here. Classic or not? So I'm gonna name three movies. Are they classic or not? Okay, we got Moneyball. Start up with that one first. Classic. 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 That's legendary. Legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> okay, Youngblood. Classic. Classic. Yeah. I love that one. That's a good one. And, uh, Tea with Miss McGee. This might be an easy. This is just an easy one. Then longest yard. Is it a classic or not? <sighs> no, no, it's not. Because no? I, when I watch it, I'm like, yeah, it's on, but I'm not going my way to watch it though. Okay. Uh, I would agree. That's a funny movie though. Oh yeah, it's up <laughs> the one liner, <laughs> the trio. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, yeah, this, this, um, this is awesome. Okay, we got Go one on. more left for uh, Dang, in the doghouse with Danny H. <laughs> this H? one is who'd you rather have on your team. So we're going to hockey edition on this one. We got uh, Leon Drysdale, Mitch Marner, or Nathan McKinnon. I can answer this one for him. McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah, all day. I, I was McKinnon. gonna say the least amount. Of, like, holy crap. Well, who he doesn't want? Draft. Yeah. yeah I don't. He, I would, he, I'm he just not. A, I'm not a Leon guy. You know, that's. Would you uh, put Drysdale over Marner? I think I'm keeping oh, Marner. Uh, I don't know. Marner's good too. Now I'd have to think about that one. Yeah, I'm buying. This is the this is the same one, right? Like cut one, bench one, and. No, this one. Who would you rather have? Oh, okay. who would you rather have? Yeah. Yeah. McKinnon for sure. Yeah. yeah, McKinnon for sure, I think. Then I'm going Marner because I'm a Leafs fan. Cut Drysettle. <laughs> Without McK- uh, McDavid, I mean, who's Drysettle? Well, no, he's still well, a pretty good player. He's still, to good say. Player. he's still a pretty good I mean, player. Then they, you don't get 120 <laughs> points by accident. <laughs> no. That's good, though. Yeah, I mean, that's he's, a, that's good. Drysettle does Mike have Trump. more points than both those guys. So. Yeah. McKinnon's no, more of a team guy, I think. But I just like to hang out with McKinnon. He's every a day. horse, too. Yeah, if I was on his team, dude, I would just hang out with him all day. He'd be like, now you're fourth line, dude. I'm away. McKinnon's fought before. I got all that, so. He's yep. a horse. Well, that's the first time we, we uh, did this segment in the doghouse with Danny H. Well, then. How'd it go? Hold on there, Dan. Okay. Because you know what? I can smell Turner's breath from here. That, in the doghouse, right? Yep. In the doghouse with Danny H is brought to you by Bruce. I know everyone watching and listening, it's time for you to throw away the old bit toothbrush, the wiry one you get from the, t- the dentist. It's time to use Bruce. They are unreal. Clean tongues, clean mouths, clean teeth. Everything's <laughs> with Bruce. Check them out today. Social media at Bruce, B-R-U-U-S-H on Instagram, Twitter. 
Dude, that was. I was gonna say that right, right in my brain. Right before you started, that I was gonna be like, yeah, I need a sponsor for this." But you just we just got it. There we go. Jump. Here, let's do this. Pop mics. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a great guest on today. You know what? We didn't want him at one. We didn't want him at 185. We needed him now, and we got him. Now we always wanted him on, but we got him now. Episode 69. I feel like that's a good uh, number for him for his episode. <laughs> He is legendary in a weapon. Yeah. What? Yeah. Dale Valley, episode 69, fellas. You know, Troy's not here, unfortunately. I know he would have a loss to say. Um, yeah. Thoughts, boys? I mean, it's well, it's a beauty. Her, I think we'll just put her on and we'll talk about it after. Okay. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Uh, okay, there it is. Uh, episode 69, Dale Valley. Hope you guys enjoy it. This podcast is brought to you by Last Mountain Distillery. Try Rebellion Zilla IPA, a bold, hoppy West Coast IPA that's bitter with tropical aromas and flavor. Rebellion aged their Zilla in a gin barrel from LMD for three months and released this gin barrel IPA as a taproom special. Located in Lumpson, Saskatchewan, Last Mountain Distillery. No questions asked. Alrighty. Well, this is an interview that everyone has been waiting for. We're pleased to be joined by a longtime junior phenom, pro golfer, and now currently having quite the career as a professional caddy for Abraham Answer, and is literally a hot dog eating machine, the creator of the pork missile. With all that said, we are pleased to have joined us today, my cousin, feels like Turner's long lost cousin, the dog father, Dale Valali. Happy to be here, boys. Dude, that was an unreal Happy intro. to be here. How good was that intro? Sick. That was a pretty good intro. I was waiting to see what you had in store. Yep. <laughs> I knew, right. I know you. I know you got your stuff. I know you got your sheet there. I know you're gonna be prepared. Oh, I got lots of notes here. Lots of homework. Called your bro. I actually texted Auntie on Facebook. Oh, it was. Uh, this was a, a lot of work, Dale. I'm not gonna lie to you. So yeah. Well, that's why you had 21 days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get right into it here. Uh, first off, I mean, what's new with you? Uh, obviously crushing dogs, uh, pork missiles. Um, I guess where are you now and what's going on? Yeah, unfortunately I've been stuck up in Canada for the last couple of months working on my visa, which I'll end up getting sorted sooner than later. But just in the meantime, just watching golf, playing golf and, and doing some hot dog stuff on, on Instagram, it's kind of taken off a little bit, which is nice with all the support I've had locally, Canadian, international. I mean, everywhere it's been, it's been crazy. So Thankfully, I've got that, and I'm working on getting back sooner than later. And once I do, I'll, I'll keep doing this, and but focus on my real job, and that's caddying. Awesome, man. Well, Kale, I do want to backtrack this thing. As always, like, you know, this is why we're a little different. We want to go way back, you know, medicine hat days, growing up, um, you know, playing other sports, hockey, uh, the BP Royals, I believe it was. Uh, talk about some yeah. hobbies that you were doing. Uh, just talk about, yeah, a young Dale Valley. A young Dale Valley was get into as much trouble as possible and not go to and not go to school as much as possible and that was easy because you could golf every day during the day but yeah I used to play quite a bit of different sports hockey and, and golf specifically but golf took over pretty quickly my dad passed away at a young age and he was kind of forcing me into not forcing me into hockey but liked me playing hockey but golf was always the passion and, and kind of I mean it's it always is and always will be and I don't think it's going anywhere and that's kind of really all I've ever done is golf so 
young Dale Valelli was staying, getting in trouble, but trying to stay out of trouble at the golf course at the same time. Before uh, Turner jumps in here, uh, it's, explain the straight curve on your stick. Well, I used to use that. That's just because I didn't know if I could play right or left-handed. <laughs> I soon realized I was right-handed. Instead <laughs> of paddle. Yeah. Like right. Wayne Gretzky. Yeah. Little Wayne. Never heard of him. <laughs> guy's pretty good. Yeah, All right. Good. So uh, off the record here, Coach was saying that uh, you're quite the junior golfer. So, stud. Uh, yeah, you're stud. So uh, we'd love to chat about your junior golf career and where the passion for golf came from. Passion of golf definitely came from my dad and my grandfather. And then kind of like everyone, I mean, I guess I just started at a younger age, but most people, once they kind of get addicted to golf, they get, you know, fully addicted to golf. And uh, for some, it's like a drug. And when, I guess for me, when I was younger, it was, I was playing, you know, 1836, 54, 72 holes a day, as many as I could play. And, you know, I used to ride my bike to the golf course at 5.30 in the morning, even earlier, and get picked up at 10.30 at night, go home, watch the golf channel, play hacky sack to work on my hand-eye, and go back to the golf course at 5.30 the next day. And if it was chipping and putting, raining, shining, wind, whatever, whatever it was, it didn't matter. Because, I mean, I, I knew it was only open from, you know, April till September. So I put in as much time as possible. And, you know, kind of led into you know, a really good junior career. The junior career was great. So, you know, locally was, you know, pretty much won everything. Uh, provincially did the same thing. Canadian kind of went the same way. And I turned pro when I was 18 and, you know, it was a good idea. Maybe it was actually, you know what, there's a lot of good to it and a lot of bad to it. You know, I kind of went the Kevin Nah route where he's like, yeah, if I do four years of playing pro, it'll get me ahead of playing four years in college. Well, now it's the complete opposite. You go do a couple years in college and yeah. you come out like one of these guys that just kills it. But uh, I wouldn't be caddying today if I wouldn't have went and, and started playing pro so early. So I guess, you know, playing golf so early kind of propelled me into everything kind of early-ish. All right, Dale. If that makes sense to you guys. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. I mean, and this is, I want to backtrack a little bit. It is in 2003, you qualified for the International Junior Masters uh, held in New York. And and he also won the Junior, the Alberta Junior, what is that, Open? Was it Junior Champ? Yeah, the Alberta Junior, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. State Junior, I guess, or Provincial Junior. Yeah, so I, I guess my two questions are, you know, how cool was that one going to the, um, you know, Junior Masters, whatever it was, and then also winning the Juniors? Well, the Juniors was sweet, but... Ultimately, the big the big tournament I played in as a junior was the Junior America's Cup, which the Junior America's Cup is the you know top seventeen teams, seventeen and under. You know, Alberta and BC are the only two Canadian teams in it, but it's the it's the um, the Pacific Coast Amateur, which is like the biggest Western amateur you know in the North yeah. America. One of them. It's the junior version of that one. So yeah, New York was sweet. Obviously, going to play a match play event, but ultimately, when I won the Junior America's Cup at Silver Springs in Calgary. That was for sure the highlight of my junior career. I mean, the guys, Daniel Summerhays won it before Fred couples played in it a bunch, like everyone played in it. Every single, every single fucking person played in it. And uh, I played in it a couple of years, played like shit the first year. And then the second year happened to play really, really well. Alberta junior was awesome too. I shot 63 in the first or second round when I was like 15 years old, missed a two and a half footer on the last hole, had everyone stopped watching. I actually had hit it in the water on 18 and it skipped out, stayed in the hazard, hit this nine iron up there. It's like two and a half feet, had a, had a putt for 62 and missed it. But, you know, that was 
I guess so that's what you do when you're 15. Was that the putt, June 9th, 2003? The putt in the articles? That, I don't know if that was the putt. Is there a putt in the yeah. articles? This is, what it's, <laughs> <laughs> this is what it says. June 9th, 2003, the putt. You quoted. I can't believe I missed it, but I am relieved to have one anyway. Oh, that definitely would have been the putt. Oh, no. Or, Picture beautiful. Right, it had to have been the putt. I don't know, but I did miss a... Well, no, because the bit, the putt that I would have, you know, been the putt, I think, I guess that was probably before this Junior America's Cup, the putt, yeah, I would have been relieved for winning that because, I mean, no one wins that at 15. I think Risden was probably the only other guy that did, but she had a great career also. Well, much better than my career. Mine's a caddy career now than a player career, but you can still have a great career caddying. Caddy and hot dogs, let me tell you, there's a, there's two things now. Okay, I want to talk about some of the players you played with. You know, Nick Taylor, uh, Graham Dillette, James, uh, James Lepp, uh, Ryan Yep. Just talk about some of the guys that you played with that, you know, really pushed you to, you know, whether it was, you know, play harder or you had to play that much better or just walk us through the, some of the guys you played with. You know, I played a lot. I, so I started playing like provincial events and national events when I was 11 or 12 years old. 13 years old. So I was playing with guys and a lot of the guys that, you know, really did, you know, were always 15, 16, other than Ryan yet, but all those other guys, you didn't get to see them very much, but you know, uh, Ryan Yip and I pushed each other. We used to be called Yip and Yap. We, we used to play everything together, stay together. We were, you know, he would have been definitely one that pushed me. Um, but ultimately kind of going through that all the way, like once I played on the Canadian tour and I was 18, 19 years old and leading back to what I said earlier was I wouldn't be caddying if I wouldn't have started early. I started playing with James Hahn, Brendan Steele, you know, Dillette, Rob Oppenheim. I've, you know, I, the list goes on on the Canadian tour and I got to play with a lot of those guys. And that's kind of how I started, you know, the 19 year old playing with the 23, 24, 24, you know, meeting those guys. And, you know, so yeah, I'm only 35 now, but I've also, got 16 years pro experience if, or no 17 years almost 18 years pro experience leading back all the way to when i was 18 if it's caddying or playing but you know i used to push myself my brother pushed me lots too we always wanted to beat each other we probably had a bad little rivalry you always wanted to you know probably weren't too excited for the other person to do well you know you were but you always wanted to beat your brother's ass no matter if it was in throwing straws or again having a mini putt contest whatever it would be you always want to beat your brother yeah so that definitely there would have been some there yeah absolutely so uh we want to talk about you going to pro at such a young age you know it's so rare now um you missed out you didn't go to college but you did go down to south carolina for grade 12 so do you think i did yeah so do you think this was just like the next step just to get to the pro uh you know i kind of had a i kind of did it the i kind of had it in my mindset where i'd play junior i'd play amateur I'd play pro Canadian tour. I'd play web.com tour. I'd play PGA tour. I kind of felt like that was just how you would do it. Yeah. And I kind of did the amateur for not very long and was like, you know what? My schooling's not very good. I'm going to take this road. I have a bunch of opportunity with spot with some guys that were really going to help me when I was young. And, you know, I mean, again, you make decisions and you don't know if they're right or if they're wrong. Um, I guess looking back, I would say that it was probably the wrong decision. I probably should have went to school, but ultimately at the end of the day, it was the right decision because I wouldn't be here, but I, uh, turning pro at 18, that's tough. If you don't got everything dialed in, you know, these guys that are 20 year old that come out of college now are dialed, you know, they've had their year or two. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously they're young, but you know, if you're doing it on your own and young and don't have any experience kind of, you know, talent and, you know, good golf can only take you so far, but if you're not doing everything, 
you know, the right way, it's going to catch up to you. And there's so many good players out there that it definitely does catch up to you. Yeah. So I want to talk about you obviously playing pro and, you know, playing at 18. And I remember one tournament in specific, um, Dakota Dunes, you know, you shoot yeah, yeah. 62 and a guy that, you know, helped, with, helped me with my game for a lot of my junior career, uh, Dean Brown. He remembers, uh, watching you a 19 year old, I believe you were. And he's like, who's this young punk that just shot 62 and set the record. And, you know, Dino shot two sixty eights in a trunk slam on the way home. Um, yeah. and he laughs about it, but, you know, just talking about your pro career playing, you know, and shooting 62 and, and just like, how hard is that grind? Cause I mean, everyone shoots, you know, 62 day in, day out now. Yeah. And you know, it all, you know, that, that there's a big, everyone shoots 62. It, it it's all, I mean, dependent on course and weather and, and whatever, but everyone's so much better now. Like, you know, the scores are still relatively the same to par, but you see, seem to see a lot of like tournament wise, yeah. but you see, you still seem to see a lot of low, low, low numbers. Obviously on the mini tours, you're going to see a lot more than those than you're ever going to see on the PJ tour. But that day in specific was funny. I had been playing really, really, really well for that little stretch. I had like 20 of 21 rounds under par or something or par better wow. at the time. And I went there and I had like a 2 PM tea time Thursday and I walked down the range. Cause I remember being away from there. I think maybe yeah. even took a, yeah, Probably I even took a shuttle down. there. Yeah, took a buggy down. I walked up like, how'd you play? How'd you play? And I'm like, I shot 62. And they're like, no shit. And I'm like, I haven't even teed off yet. I'm last <laughs> tee time. And I happened to go, made this eagle putt on 18 to shoot 62. And I remember the next day, it was blowing like 60 or 70K. And I necked it off the first tee and didn't make it to the fairway on the first hole and shot 75, which wasn't too bad, but it was, uh, it, it humbled you really quick. Absolutely. Okay, I want to jump around here. This is when I, I talked to Auntie, and she said, hey, you know, you've been around the world, you know, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, Ireland, Japan twice. Which country did you like going to, you know, the best, and where do you see the most success, or were you even worried about success playing in those different countries? For me, it wasn't playing, but for me, caddying, caddying we've had quite a bit of success outside the country we've been to a lot more than that i've been to a lot of places with abraham who happened to have a lot of success down in in australia i mean he's short he's a shorter hitter super straight but plays fast golf really well and that's what australia is so we've always had fun always played well there for me personally where i really like to go and play i've only been there a couple of times japan i've been there three times japan's amazing they've got it's different but it's it's really cool. I mean, every country's got a little different, you know, every, the grass is different. The trees are different. The wildlife's different. The fucking wind is different. The water's different. You know, everything's different everywhere. You gotta, you know, I'm going to adjust easier on, you know, if I just got some rye grass with some, with some uh, bent greens, let alone trying to, you know, not growing up on Bermuda and trying to play on Bermuda grass and grainy shit and, you know, dealing with all that crap. But uh, so I'd, I'd like a nice private course in, what, in California or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's a question. I don't know how often you get this message, but I get multiple texts probably a week asking me about you and how you got into caddying. So it was a two-part question. People want to know how you got into it. Uh, I think, you know, you've already kind of elaborated on that a little bit, but exactly how'd you get into it? And my second part is yards to meters. Yeah, so first I started caddying. I was playing the Canadian Tour, and I'd been hanging out with some guys that were doing pretty well. And that last year I was playing the Canadian Tour. I wasn't doing very well. And a buddy got an exemption into the web.com event and the, the, the old Gretzky Tournament in Ontario. Asked me to caddy for him. 
skipped the Dakota Tunes event and went to uh, Caddy for him. We finished top 25, made a little bit of money, nothing crazy, but I'm like, God, this is easy. I'm like, and this comes really easy to me. And it feels like there's a little bit less responsibility here. And uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, it goes the other way. You have actually fucking way more responsibility. You just didn't realize it. But at the time when you're just getting into it, it's like, oh, well, well whatever. So I did that. He asked me to do a couple more events and, you know, I kind of packed it in. I wasn't doing very well. And, you know, if you're playing the mini tours, man, you are just spending cash and yeah, you can play well, but you need to play really well. And a lot of people don't, you know, there's been articles and, you know, podcasts about people playing mini tour golf, but at the end of the day, I mean, it is hard and, yeah. you know, it's hard for a guy that I guess didn't, I had it a hundred percent, you know, I want, that's all I ever wanted, but there was a lot of things I could have done to give myself a better chance and I guess, you know, I took everything that I knew into caddy and got an opportunity with the guy on the web.com started. He was like 30th on the money list. The year we started, started for Dustin Risden. I'd worked for this guy, Byron Smith. That's the guy that kind of got me yeah. into it, who I ended up having three different stints with, went to the tour with him one year. And, um, but it kind of just came to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm, I can make some money doing this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little bit of time, but I'm definitely going to be good at this. And I kind of, yeah, I guess, you know, my grandpa told me one time, he's like, you got a PhD in golf, son. He goes, you need to help. And I was like, all right, well, I ain't helping myself. So maybe I'll go try helping someone else. <laughs> That's kind of how that went. Okay. And I do want to ask next question for me is I'm confused. How hard is it for you? Maybe probably even starting out, but now it's probably easier, you know, going from yardage to meters. So, yeah. So how that works is if on all these events that we go to, you if you're in Europe, all their books are in, in your, in, in meters, all, you know, always, but now they have availability where you get yards and meters and the sprinkler head is going to be marked specifically for yards and meters. So unless you're working for an international player that uses meters, you're never going to have to convert that. Thankfully it's, you know, it, you get a chart, you put it in your yardage book, you got to be good at math. Thankfully that's one thing I'm good at is quick adding and subtracting nothing more than that but, <laughs> but um uh yeah so you don't you don't actually have to unless you're working for a specific you know a european tour player or australian guy that comes over and wants to be over here playing in meters well then you have to do you have to do meters but i'm all yards my guys in celsius and yards <laughs> perfect um, we're going to continue on with the caddy talk. Uh, can you give us your favorite caddy story? Like from your experience? Hmm. I get, I've been asked this so many times. I've probably told this different story every single time. Cause I can't remember, but I mean, my favorite caddy story, you know, even no matter what, however thinking about it is always going to be either playing with tiger in the singles at the president's cup, which might be his last one he ever plays or, obviously playing in the final group of the masters Saturday and Sunday and got to watch Dustin Johnson win. And my boy obviously plays some amazing golf, but, you know, being there for the first time, I don't see how something can really top that, you know, a good caddy story might be driving across the country 10 years ago when you could barely pay for gas and sleeping in a Walmart. But, you know, the caddy stories have changed a little bit lately and, and the cat being the caddy stories, those nothing's really going to compete too much to that. And, and playing golf with Abra or playing in Mexico at the WGC years ago when Tiger played his first uh, tournament in Mexico, Abraham got an exemption to play in it. It was Bryson, Tiger, and, and and Abraham, and they played. He was like 260 in the world at the time, but we got to play with those guys. So one of those three stories would have been the best highlights of my caddy. So you, you mentioned Tiger twice there, and uh, 
like even his documentary, they, they mentioned like the tiger aura that he has, like a like a championship. Yeah, I, don't even, I don't even smoke cigarettes around him. Could you feel that or like throughout the course when he was playing? Really? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, of course you can. You can just, dude, he's, he's tiger, man. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you just look at him, you just look at him and you look away. You kind of look you're like, well, is he looking at me or is someone that he knows looking at me or, you know, <laughs> eventually you just, you know, you're working with the guy. And I was fortunate enough to have been in his group four separate times at big events too. Um, which was obviously amazing. I mean, he's everyone's childhood. I mean, half the people that probably listen to this play golf because of Tiger. Yeah. You can say that worldwide. So, you know, in any fashion, if you ever get to be in Tiger's group, you're going to see something cool. If it's not a putt or a chip or a story or a fan doing something or, a, you know, whatever it is, it's going to be pretty special no matter what. Okay. I have to clarify this. Is there a, um, a John Daly story that involves you? <laughs> And there is a John Daly story. There is. Who told you that? <laughs> I got my we played, John Daly. we played with John Daly at the Napa tournament last year, the year before. I can't remember. And he was in a cart. We got done whole nine. And we were going to 10. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, you're getting a Coke. He's like, yeah, I'm getting a Diet Coke. And we get up there and there was none in there. I'm like, fuck me. I'm like, you can't, there's nothing in here. There's just water. And he drives up. We're halfway down the fairway and he drives up and he goes, here, buddy. And he pours half a Diet Coke in a in a glass with ice and gives it to me. And I drink some Diet Coke with John going down the fairway. So that was sick. <laughs> that's that, you know, the guy that smokes cigs and drinks pops like me, that's going to be pretty cool no matter what. Absolutely. Okay. You know, you, you kind of touched on talking about the President's Cup. You know, what was it like, I guess? I mean, obviously, Abe, you know, all everyone in, that doesn't understand sports essentially was like, oh, he's, he's calling out Tiger. No. He wants to play the best player in the world, and I respect that every day of the week. What was, um, you know, over, over those four days, uh, you know, maybe your best part or favorite part of the President's Cup? Um, the best part, yeah, and the interview with all that stuff, that was just taken out of context, so anyone would want to play together, exactly. exactly. Um, you know, probably, you know, being part of the team thing and meeting all the guys, all these guys that you've always been, you know, buddies with kind of but once you kind of got into the team aspect and everything you know for four or five six days together you know you got to hang out and, and then see those guys play so well that you know it was yeah abraham was playing amazing but you know he made putts and putts after putts after putts we were five down and to fowler and thomas and they tied him and you know we played tiger in the match in the final singles and lost but he still ended up making you know there's so many different things that were incredible. And, you know, the, the week seemed to go by super, super quick. You wish you would be, you know, when it was Friday, you wish it was a still Thursday, but probably being in the team aspect and everything and meeting some guys that I'm now good buddies with just because of that, but I would have never been a part or never would have been really good buddies with. And, you know, I got some new favorite golfers and some new buddies and, and then to see them guys play so well and Abraham played so well, obviously, I mean, that just speaks for itself because that was incredible. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well, besides the presence cap, what's your favorite memory to date on the PGA Tour? Anything? Well, probably when they called his name on Sunday at the Masters when we're in the final group and they called his name and you looked out onto the fairway and you're like, geez, here we go. 
and you know you didn't know i mean you never know what you're gonna have at any time you never know i knew he was gonna always give it his best but yeah you know you call his name and you can look out that fairway and you're like god this is gonna be fun man like no matter what happens this is gonna be amazing so that probably you know and they announced his name in in mexico and he when tiger first played that was a pretty cool feeling too there was guys hanging in the trees i know that's the same type of story but those two would be I mean, when there's people hanging in the trees and the roars were 50-50 for Abraham and, and and Tiger, that was pretty cool to see too. I was a lot, so I was a with, I was with Abe when he was back like 800th in the world all the way yeah. up to like 20. So, you know, there's kind of cool little things all the way, you know, but um, when he called his name at the Masters, I mean, that was probably, I mean, history was made, right? There's a lot of history being made throughout the week by him being Mexican and doing so well and, and all that. But I mean, I'll be able to look back at that and be like, man, that was, that was probably the coolest thing ever. I hope to have many more of those, but you know, yeah. maybe we can talk about another time when I've got more. <laughs> It'd be a hell of an experience. Okay. I want to talk about your bro, you know, Ryan, uh, you know, you spent a lot of time with him on the golf course together growing up. Um, you know, what was it like grinding, you know, every day as you're playing with each other uh, on the course, you know, you know, playing for whether it was a five box of milkshake or a hot dog or whatever. Um, and let's not forget, your bro's a good golfer too. Oh yeah, he was really good. He was he was ranked number one junior in Canada when all those guys that you mentioned earlier. He was, he was number one in Canada. And he played good college. He played good everything. He played decent at the Canadian Tour. You know, he was three years older than me, and you know we just pushed each other, pushed each other. You know, there was always a little jealousy. There was also a lot of love. There's also a lot of you know, I can't believe you beat me, the younger brother, or, you know, going whatever, and then going both ways. But, you know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it would have helped us both. And we got to travel around the country. We got to travel around in his little Corolla and, you know, try to make a little bit of money and play some sweet courses along the way. And, you know, again, that's another story I'll be able to look back at. A lot of a lot of people never been able to drive around the country multiple years in a row with their brother doing something they love. So I'll never forget that also. I know he won't either. Yeah, that, that's great. Um yeah, we're going to talk about the pork missile and the hot dog reviews now. Um, as we know, this past year, it's taken off. And uh, we just want to know, where did that all come from and what made you ride with it? Yeah, I don't know. That's, I, uh, I, was, I started playing a lot of golf again like a year and a half ago. I took a long time off. And then I started playing a lot of golf. And I've always crushed hot dogs at every for the last 30 years. And, like, Me too. every time, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've actually been losing weight somehow. I have no idea. But uh i uh i was doing them just for fun on my story and just you know jokingly like yeah i write this i write the golf course as how the dog is and i'd be like oh b plus if i was playing like shit i would just joke about it or whatever you know they don't have to be 15 20 30 seconds long and then some people are like hey you got to do this and it was a lot of perfect timing let me tell you that when i was doing them and then all that stuff with the masters and bar stool and and all that stuff was like a perfect storm for a guy <coughs> like for what I was doing. And I mean, it was meant to be fun. And I ended up having that. I ended up had thought of pork missile a long time ago and I'd never said it. And I was like, well, once this started going, I'm like, I got to wait one time until, until I see a dog that is huge compared to the bun and I'm just going to drop it. And I'm going to subtly drop it because it kind of, <laughs> I didn't want it sounding like, you know, pork missile sounds like a little sexual. You know, I didn't want it for people to think the other way. And I was like, whatever and i asked a bunch of people before and they're like yeah no man that's fine and i subtly dropped it and it happened to be at abraham's home course and it just happened to be that way and as soon as i said it it just just steamrolled and yeah. then 
yeah. everything led into the mask like with all that crap right after the fact and and then barstool picking it up and everyone else loving it and then some good reviews and and then i patented or i trademarked that that part missed the thing so that i could do whatever i want with it <laughs> and i'm gonna try to that's awesome okay well this is now off to our segment called questions from the gallery dale and every time you're thinking about eating a hot dog or having a smoke or a coke it's time you start using brush brushing your teeth with care throw away the classic dental bru brush and starting brushing <laughs> with brush cleaner teeth cleaner tongue everything you can think of check them out on social media at brush on ig and twitter that's at b-r-u-u-s-h time to brush those teeth you feel the animal. i can smell your breath i can smell your breath <laughs> from here are you using it <laughs> no i had to use my back one today my back toothbrush. Um, <laughs> okay this is, that was good that was a good good chirp okay uh, remember, my show. Will you play hockey? We can chirp here, bud. Come this on. Yeah, this is good. I like it. Well, there's also, um, well, I can't even chirp now because this is actually the most questions we've had for a guest. Okay, and bring them on. There's a lot of questions here. Trent Matson had a few. Uh, there's about 30 questions. A lot were kind of similar. Uh, we're going to go uh, one for one here. I'll go first. Trent Matson. And by the way, thanks a lot, Trent, for all the information on uh, this uh, this guy named Dale. Trips with your uncle Mike and Trent heading to BC for an MJT event. At the time, it was the Western Canadian Junior Golf Tour. You guys would stop and get candy bags, like $20 worth, and Dale and Mike would eat the whole thing by the time we got to Cranbrook. It was crazy. Remember that? Yeah, story? Bruce wasn't around then, so that that's, <laughs> we were eating $20 worth of candy bags back then. <laughs> All right. That up. is true. <laughs> I tried to sneak one extra in there. They were like $20.05. This is another one from Chet. Uh, he said, the stories of Dale at Connaught are legendary. He said that one time he told me he met a young kid on the putting green looking to putt for money and didn't want to play, but the kid kept harassing him. Oh, yeah. And I beat his ass down. <laughs> Do you know who that was? And then he had to buy me a milkshake. <laughs> Do you know who that player was? That player was me. No, Terry Zachary. Oh, Terry Zachary. Really? Yeah. Wow, well, that was caught off guard there then. Yeah, I definitely know who Terry is. I've played golf with Terry, yeah. <laughs> a good old medicine hat boy. I thought and that was my move. Well, yeah, I know. You challenged him to putt, and then he was like, oh, I don't challenged want to Terry yeah. to putt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I challenged everyone. So if you would have mentioned any name that sent a question with anything, I would have but definitely challenged them. <laughs> All right. One of our uh, sponsors of our show, Josh Beaudry, Birch Supply. Which course has the best dog? Well, I just put up my top 20 list about 30 minutes before this uh, I was podcast kidding. started, before we were doing it. So Masters was number one. The Houston really? Oaks, the Houston Oaks, uh, I think, is leading the pack besides that. Locally, the Paradise Valley Part 3 is, is kicking ass. I'm actually going to stick away from doing anything other than uh, golf courses from now on. Those other ones are just stupid. So it was all based around around golf courses i'm going to stick to golf courses from here on out all right next one is from cole melrose my other cousin <laughs> he's family this is very family oriented yeah. uh he's he asked are you allowed to rip a dart at any time during a tournament <laughs> yeah i can rip a dart anytime the only guy that can't tell me to rip a dart is your is your pro 
So obviously there's a lot of guys you wouldn't work for because they ain't going to take that shit. But I mean, if you really? get a guy that doesn't mind, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, do you think tiger wants you ripping a dirt beside him? <laughs> Maybe he's having one. Nah, that's true. Yeah. I guess. He wow. might be. Well, whoever is now Abe's been pretty, Abe's been pretty good about that. I obviously don't smoke it on the tea boxes when everyone's, con- you know, in an area. I try to light it when I leave the tea every once in a while. If, you know, a guy just dips in his pocket and grabs one, doesn't think about it, but you can have one. You, you should be a little bit more, you know, like not let people see as much. Yeah. You don't want to put it up in there and, you know, like, hey guys, you know, I'm smoking camels over here. <laughs> the guys are yelling at you all the time. If you smoke cigarettes, guys in the gallery, they yell at you all the time. Wow. Gee, well, that's funny because my dad today is like, where do you put the butts? He goes, he goes, does he put them in the hole? Yeah, yeah, I should. No, I, I empty the tobacco out onto the ground, step on it, and put the butt in my caddy bib or in a bottle. Wow, respectful. So there's never one, there's never one butt on the ground. Leave a butt in Augusta or what? Yeah. Plant, plant, plant. Plant. You're yeah, the final group of the masters. Yeah. Absolutely. Walk it up 18. <laughs> Let it out. So that'll answer a lot of people's questions because a lot of people have asked me that and I never said anything. So that is actually how. Okay. I like that. Okay. From our home here at Divots, they want to know biggest money game you've ever seen or been a part of on the course. I, don't know, I was in it one time. I was in a, in a group. I don't know what whatever we want to say the names just because, but we're in a group and a guy goes, yeah, ten thousand dollar hole in once, and uh, the the guy that said ten thousand dollar hole in one made a hole in one and it was a and it was a foursome and they all got their money within a day or two, but that oh. in a money game situation, I mean the guys are only playing for you know I'm not with we're not playing with Phil Mickelson, but you know that was forty grand I guess. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's not that's unreal. Like set it on the tee and then he made the hole in one. And then yeah, and it was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question is from Bob Friesen. He says, How do you eat a dog with no condiments? In the same way. Because no. it's you know, you want to know how good the dog is. The the condiments are like you know, they're masking the dog. You know, you could throw a bunch of onions and a bunch of shit on there, and then you don't even know what the dog tastes like. You do a pizza review, you do a basic review. We're not doing a hot dog slash onion slash mayo slash mustard slash bacon review. <laughs> so they all just grab, review. I grab a, I eat it as fast as I can and chug a pop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from Chris Wazilich. Why did you That's throw- Wazilowich? Wazilowich, yep. Oh, yeah. He goes, Why did you throw French fries at the kid at McDonald's in Bueno? Bonus series. Bonus series. Wow. Yeah. Way off. We were playing a Canadian tour event down there together, and this little kid came by and asked for my pop. And I was like, no, dude. And whatever. We were sitting in McDonald's, and he came back later, like a couple of minutes later, and he grabbed my pop and started to run with it. And I grabbed, I had three, three large French fries all put on the side, and I grabbed a whole handful and I threw them at him as hard as I could. I was so pissed. It's like I was struggling more. That's like Happy Gilmore and the guy's banging the head with the hammer. <laughs> yep, exactly. What drink did you have? Remember what kind of pop? Oh, uh, just a Coke. No. Are you are you a Pepsi guy or Coke guy? I can kind of kind of switch it up. It just depends if it's cone or if it's a can or if it's fountain or if there's just all depends. Before Turner jumps in here, maybe we'll do this. We'll do a business thing. You can take the patent on Black Gato and uh we'll we'll sign a 
um, is that word royalty deal? Royalty. What's Black Gato? Pepsi. Well, why do you call that? Black Gato. It's the same Black Gatorade. It's literally the same <laughs> as the Gatorade. Just it's called Pepsi. Oh wow, that must be a Saskatchewan thing. Okay, might moving be, on. Might be <laughs> moving on. Let's go <laughs> next. Uh, next one's from Tory Coughlin. He uh, he asked any doozies about the downer in Niagara Falls. No, we got no, no comment there. <laughs> That's a strip club. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tori. Wow. All right. Kate, good, good try, Tori. <laughs> Kate Johnson. He's a stutter on here in Saskatchewan. Good player. How many shots would you save an average golfer if you caddy for them, i.e. myself? <laughs> What's his handicap? Uh, he's probably a plus. No, he's no a plus. I'd probably no, say that was me. I e myself. He's a I don't know, probably a plus. He's just saying average golfer. An average golfer. So if you shot eighty five and you listened the full way along, I mean, I could definitely the first day probably save you a couple, but it would take you a little time to understand how to, you know, course management. Course management starts from, you know, your first tee shot. It doesn't just mean laying up on par fives. Isn't just course management. There's a lot of other stuff involved. Yeah, guys, you know, there's a lot of guys. There's guys that shoot 86, 87, 88 and you know, they just, because they have to rely on certain clubs, so they just use that club all the time. But, you know, definitely a couple shots for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Awesome. All right. Uh, this question's for me, actually. Uh, this summer, I'm going to be catting for Coach at the Mid-Am here. Uh, I've never done it Thanks. before. Uh, any tips or anything I, sh anything I should avoid while being out there with them? Get out of the Avoid way. him throwing clubs at you from getting pissed off. <laughs> Here comes the putter. But, uh, make know. sure you show up an hour early. Have a couple snacks in the bag. You know, check the weather. Get the waters ready. Get the clubs clean. Maybe regrip his clubs before you start the week. You know, figure out a couple of how he likes to, what he hits all his, all his shots so you have an idea so you're not just guessing. You know, keep the conversation less than more. You know, all of a sudden, just because he has a caddy and he knows his buddy doesn't mean you talk about a golf shot for a minute. You still keep it down to that, you know, 5, 10, 20 seconds. You don't just change anything. So try to keep his game the exact same as it would be with helping him, if that makes sense. Do you want to ask Danny's question now? Danny? <laughs> he didn't want to ask that question because he no. knew it comes into play with his uh, current job on the bag. <laughs> Danny's a stud, too. Yeah. So, by the way, Danny's the guy that you met in uh, – at the golf course there in uh, uh yeah 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 anyhow he asked will you be on the bag for drew at the saskam will i be on the bag I probably when is the saskam drew july 6th to 9th swift current saskatchewan not far from ed hat it isn't far we'll be we'll talk we'll talk <laughs> i'll we'll still talk. find a way to lose from i'm sure so uh okay where are we at in here oh here's a good one nope Yes, Tory Coughlin, what was it like going Tiger and singles, President's Cup? The best thing of all time. Just Love leave it. it strictly just at that. It's You get to watch the GOAT up in personal for four hours. My guy played good, but it's just you got to just watch how he thinks and how he moves around and just everything. Okay, here's one for you. What is different in your caddy book? Or Abe, or even Abe's book. Like, what do you guys have differently? And like, I know Jared Dutois has like, you know, every number is a hockey player, or whatever he knows. Like, fifty fours. Uh, what's a, what a bad example. Fifty eights. Uh, Chris the Tang. You know, he's, he's hitting the Tang or whatever it is. Like, what is different in your guys' yard books? Not much. Abe doesn't carry one. I just carry one. 
So he, uh, he carries a greens book. I carry the yards book. I keep it pretty simple. We get a basic, we, we won't get a basic game, but we get a game plan and we stick to the game plan. You know, if it's, you know, we look at the wind throughout the week and if it's Southwest, Southwest, Northeast, Northeast, well, to this pin at this wind, you, you know, you play it here for this pin. If you do it this, this way, and you just get a couple of different notes and we're a basic kind of target number guy. And we both hit similar, just, not we don't hit it similar fucking time say we do not hit it similar we both see golf similar with wind and lies and he's kind of so it just makes it easy that way i know you know but, but uh so dale like when you do those things like when you guys show up to a golf tournament like one do you guys stay in the same hotel like like different rooms but do you guys have like like a team meeting you know before around hey you know let's do this this and this no 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 abe's got a pretty small team but no generally i'm probably 50 50 with him i've been 50 50 you know hotel or my own place or whatever over time and um no i mean if he had anything to say he would you know we were in a team group chat and we, you know everything was pretty open you talk to the guy every single day you're with him so yeah you're not really there's not much really oh hey man guess what happened last night you know it doesn't happen very you know, it's never going to be, Hey, guess what happened last week? Cause I've already just spent 10 days with you. <laughs> so there's not much, there's not a lot of surprises. The surprises is me not being there anymore. What do you say? I said, the only surprise that's come upon is me not being there anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I had a good question. Here's lined up. Lost it. That happens. Oh, oops. Hey, what about, um, did you like, or did, well not, you probably liked it. It's probably funny. <laughs> When Abe said you're kind of the mixture of Zach Galinafikis and uh, the caddy from Happy Gilmore, yeah, he's yeah, that's what he would say. <laughs> that's exactly what he would say. Bad combo, it's a good combo. Can you? Yeah, you more. I'm I'm done. You're good, Cab. Yeah. One last question for Dale. I uh, don't want to keep it too long. It's kind of a question we do all these, you know, pros, celebs, whatever sport they're in. Um, one thing you could, you could tell a junior golfer, boy or girl, what you have to do to make it as a professional golfer, athlete, just PGA, LPGA, yeah. whatever. Just uh, elaborate on that for us. Well, for starters, only do it if you want to do it. Don't have anyone else have you doing it just because that'd be number one. And then honestly, it's, you know, power of mind. If you think you can do something, you can probably do it, but you're going to have to put a lot of work into it and, you know, never be lazy you know, especially when you're young, because, you know, there's not a lot of stories where, oh, this guy just got good at 28, you know, these guys are going to be pretty good starting early, so you're going to know, and that just comes down to hard work, and it's just hard work, and, you know, learning through mistakes, and learning through, you know, a lot of things, but if you think you can do something, you can, you can do it, I'll tell you, you don't let anyone tell you you can't do something either. Awesome. Well, this has been fun today, Dale. Obviously, uh, we hope we can do this again down the road. Uh, obviously, we're always rooting for you as we have our, our Abe uh, flag there. Love it. Love it. Page, page Black, yep. Uh, yeah, we, we want to do this again down the road. We're hoping that you're back in, uh, on his carrying his bag, you know, winning golf tournaments. And, uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, boys. Hey, it's me, Tony, here. When I go golfing, I use TaylorMade. The new SIM2 and SIM2 Max drivers are incredible. If the best players in the world use them, why shouldn't you? Team TaylorMade. Contact Mike.Lining at TaylorMadeGolf.com. Or you can go to any golf course. They're going to help you out. They're going to set you up. Team 
tailor-made. Tease not included. Alrighty, there it is, episode 69 with Dale Valley, my cousin, and it feels like these two guys, cousins as well, long lost cousins. Um, Dale loved it on the intro. I said that to him. What's so funny? <laughs> no, just laughing. Thinking about the pork missile hats and the, oh, the yeah. dog father hats. I ordered one. One snap. Can I give him a free uh, one snap. Sure, absolutely. We didn't even talk about that, to be honest. You didn't? No. You didn't? Well, we talked about like the pork missile, but we didn't. didn't did he ask where? No, he didn't ask where he wanted this. Just go on his Instagram and you'll see like the merch line that he's got in his bio. Yeah. Um, I, got ha- I got a hat coming, the dog father hat. So that'll be a good golf course hat. Yeah, he is the dog father. They're sick hats. Um, great dude. My cousin, obviously. So it's a lot of fun. But yeah. uh, I wasn't here for that one, but how'd you guys like it? How was Dale? There yeah, thoughts, sir. He's a he's just a beauty. Like, he's just one of the boys. He loved yeah. hanging out with us. But he had he kept Drew on his toes. He bodied him a few times. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's it good. Yeah, so it was. Uh, what do you say? The one. Oh, and I I actually did a brutal shot. He's like, "What are you talking about? You, you <laughs> I just smell your breath through the camera." <laughs> so I feel, like, I feel like you'd be a great guy just to get. Oh, right, we're done. We're done. We're done. Keep going. I feel like you'd be a great guy just to get after it with. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he. Um, just, I think he's a, like a good dude in person, in, in all around. I think. Yeah, he, you know, smokes darts. Remember, it was kind of cool. We broke. He broke that news. He's like, because I asked, I said, where do you throw your, your cigarette butts? Like, the ones you done? He goes, I empty the tobacco on the ground, and then, in the bib. Nice. But definitely smell like smoke all day though. <laughs> yeah, darts. Remember he said that about Tiger. He's like, I don't even smoke around Tiger. He, he said Tiger's the only one who he doesn't smoke around. And, and it, if guys ask him not to, but. Yeah, and then you asked him about it, like the aura, like the aura of um, around Tiger. Yeah, and I was like, hell yeah! He's like, even when I'm looking at him, I'm not sure if I should look back at him. And like, that guy looked at me. Someone looked at me. So Tiger's legit. Yeah, very oh, intimidating, dude. He's got to be coming back. Thoughts on that? Oh yeah, that picture that just came out with him and him and his dog, dude. He's jacked. Yeah, he's ripped. His, his forearms are the size of my quads. <laughs> he's in the hospital, still fucking doing yeah. the bench press or working out. Yeah, he he legit. I don't know. I'm Doesn't even look like he's in the hospital. Yeah, six months. I think he's back. I he's hope playing. he comes back and he just wins everything. Just wins, yeah. yeah. And then if he wins one more time, he like sets a record. Yeah, it's eighty-two wins. Yeah, it'd be nice to see him get it. But, anyways, Dale, thanks for coming on. Yeah, it was a lot. It was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. No, no, I was kidding. No, yes, thanks a lot, Dale. We'll do it again down the road. We can't wait to. Uh, I'm losing sound in my ears, but we don't really need it. It's fine. Um. He'll be on the bag soon. We're going to watch him. We're Team A. Team Answer. Is my mic even on right now? Can you hear me? Can you hear me at all? Hello? Can you hear me? Boink. We're dealing with some headphone issues, but I did want to ask you guys before we end the show. If someone has a booger in their nose, like like one of the ones that are like sitting there, and you like see them and you talk to them for like more than 30 seconds, are you an asshole? If you if you don't tell them? If you don't tell yeah. them. Depends what your relationship is yeah. with them. Yeah. No, Wait, I, you supposed to pick it for him or what? <laughs> no, you go, hey, buddy. Uh, hey, just hold still here. There's, uh, there's, no, there's a booger there. Like, here's a tissue or something. I mean, could. I think it depends <laughs> how bad it is. Okay, I just legit, I feel like sometimes I have friends. Why, that happened to like, you today? No. Was actually, that me? No, was I, it me? I came home yesterday from work and I was in the mirror. Oh, how long is that in there all day? <laughs> we just hanging in there. I think uh, you should tell the person. Definitely, you should tell the person. Fair yeah. enough. I think she's honest. Like, hey, hey man. Like, I, don't, I don't think that they won't feel bad about it. No. They shouldn't. Blow your nose. Hey, pick your boogers every once in a while. It's a great way to end the episode, eh? Yeah, I love it. That's my rant. <laughs> Missed it earlier, but is what it is. Everyone else, this has been fun. Turner's back again. Appreciate it for coming on again. Yeah, thanks for covering me there last week. So, no problem, boys. Danny H, we're happy to have Danny back in the saddle here. 
He's here. I'm Danny back. H. I'm back. The Picking Machine. We'll see you next week. See you next week, boys. Everyone else out there on YouTube, in my ears or in your vehicles right now on iTunes and Spotify, subscribe, like us, check us out. Have a great Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. Whatever day you listen to the podcast, check it out. Yeah, let us know how you think. <laughs> Peace. Subscribe below. See ya.